Hello, friends. Thank you so very much for joining us once again right here on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Evangelist Mike McCurry, your host and the director of Bible Tracks Incorporated. So greatly appreciate your listenership today. Would you allow me, as we begin this week of broadcasts, to start with a word of prayer? I'm so very thankful for the time that we get to spend together, even though geographically separate through this medium of radio, but I'd like to ask God to be a part of what we do today, and if you would, bow your heads if it's safe for you, close your eyes for just a moment, and if you would, word a prayer of your own as I pray aloud. God, thank you so much for this opportunity. Thank you for this fellowship that we get to have, me as the host of this program and our listeners spread over states and countries far and wide. God, I ask that you would be in and over every word that is spoken on this broadcast today. May it be for your honor and glory and only that. If there is one listening bearing a burden today that, of course, I probably wouldn't even know about, but you do. God, we ask that you would be, in a special way, a blessing to them. Thank you so very much, God, again, for the privilege of being a part of the Bible Tract Echoes radio program. Bless us now. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining me for just a moment in prayer. I hope that pause was a blessing to you. I know me, in my own life, sometimes we can take for granted the presence of God. I'm so very glad that he's omnipresent. He's everywhere all the time. But it's so amazing that he gives us the opportunity to go to him directly in prayer and acknowledge his presence. I have with me right now a gospel track. Some of you that have been longtime listeners to this program may recall this title, but it may be that you would not, because this might be the first time in a very long time that this particular title has ever been mentioned on the Bible Tract Echoes radio program. It's called Comfort in Time of Loss. Over the last few months at my home church alone, I've had the I wouldn't say opportunity, the sorrow of standing nearby three different caskets of loved ones of our church members that have gone on to heaven. Now, I'm so thankful that each of those people had the hope of heaven, and I'm so thankful that you and I, if we've accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, that we could have the hope of heaven, but for those that are left behind, it's always a blessing to have a little bit of comfort. And this gospel track does a great job. It was written by our founder, Dr. Paul Levine. Of course, he passed away in 1996, but not too long before that, he wrote this gospel track. Here's what he said at the beginning. You have lost a loved one. I know how you feel. Please accept this little tract as a token of sympathy. I've lost loved ones. Death took my parents, seven sisters, four brothers, and my precious wife of many years. I understand your grief and loneliness and sorrow, and I have a message of comfort for you. There is a place called heaven. Not long ago, we brought this tract back into circulation. You see, we had not been printing this tract at Bible Tracks Incorporated for some years 
And we had someone contact us, realize that I've only been behind the helm of BTI for less than two years now. And we had someone contact us and remind us about this gospel tract and say that they would really like to have it. This person actually helps do ministry at a a women's prison down in Texas, if I recall correctly. And she made mention of the fact that so many of those prisoners are not able to get out to go to funerals of loved ones and friends that have passed away. And she said this particular gospel tract has been such a help. And she asked us if we would reprint it. And we were so thankful to have that opportunity. Not long ago, we got a call from a precious man of God who said that his wife had passed away not but a week or so ago. And there was going to be a very large funeral. His wife was very well loved and much family and friends would be in town. And he asked us, for 500 of these gospel tracts so that he could give them to other people that came to the funeral. And for me, it floored me to observe and hear about the grace that that man was showing, even going through a very difficult time. But then using a sorrowful occasion like a funeral for the glory of God to witness to others, using a gospel tract like Comfort in Time of Loss, what a joy to hear. If you would, if you'd consider going to BibleTracksInc.org, that's our website, BibleTracksInc.org, and you can order some of these gospel tracks for free today. I know I've talked about this one a little longer than I normally do, but if you consider, this is a timely track if you have the right occasion for it. And my prayer is that you don't recently know what it's like to lose a loved one or a family member, a friend, but If you do, you know that the hope of heaven is secure. You know that eternity is safe in his arms. And maybe, just maybe, this gospel tract would be a help to you. Go to BibleTracksInc.org today. Now, if you would, turn your Bibles to the book of Nehemiah. We are so close to getting through our Bible study in this book. We are some weeks away from finalizing, but right now we are in chapter number 8. We only have chapter 8, chapter 9, 10, 11, and 12, 13. And let's see here, 13 is the last chapter. I'm just looking through my Bible right now to make sure I was correct. But Nehemiah chapter 8 is where we are. We're well over halfway through this book. And Lord willing, we'll get through the last few chapters very soon. But Nehemiah chapter 8 and verse 1, you may recall a week or so ago, we took a detour to talk about a man named Ezra. Hope that uh, challenge was a blessing to you, talking about, Lord, help us. We need another Ezra. If you'd like to find previous broadcasts of this program, you can do so at your favorite podcast platform player. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher. You can search Bible Tracks Incorporated on YouTube and Facebook and all of those things. But if it's a help to you to go back and listen to some previous broadcasts, please take advantage of those things. Right now, though, we're in the book of Nehemiah, chapter number 8. We're going to read the first seven or eight verses, and then we're going to concentrate on verse number 1. Would you join me there? Nehemiah 8, verse number 1. And all the people gathered themselves together as one man into the street that was before the water gate. And they spake unto Ezra the scribe to bring the book of the law of Moses, which the Lord had commanded to Israel. And Ezra the priest brought the law before the congregation, both of men and women, and all that could hear with understanding upon the first day of the seventh month. 
And he read therein, before the street, that was before the water gate, from the morning until midday, before the men and the women, and those that could understand, and the ears of all the people were attentive unto the book of the law. And Ezra the scribe stood upon a pulpit of wood, which they had made for the purpose, and beside him stood Mathathiah, and Shema, and Ananiah, and Urijah, and Hilkiah, and Messiah on his right hand, and on his left hand, Padiah, Mishael, and Melchiah, and Hashem, and Hashbadiah, and Zechariah, and Meshulam. And Ezra opened the book in the sight of all the people, for he was above all the people. And when he opened it, all the people stood up. And Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God, and all the people answered, Amen, Amen, with lifting up their hands, and they bowed their heads and worshipped the Lord with their faces to the ground. Also, Jeshua, and Benai, and Sheribiah, Jemin, Akab, Shabbatiah, Hadodjah, Maasiah, Kelita, Azariah, Josabad, Hanan, Peliah, and the Levites caused the people to understand the law, and the people stood in their place. So they read in the book, in the law of God, distinctly, and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading. Now, I appreciate your grace with me as I did my best with some of those names. Hopefully, I was not too far off with most of them. But we read there the first eight verses of Nehemiah chapter 8. I'd like to draw your attention, if you'd allow me, for just the next two or three minutes to the people's desire. Would you notice the people's desire? In verse number one, read it with me again. And all the people gathered themselves together as one man into the street that was before the water gate, and they spake unto Ezra the scribe to bring the book of the law of Moses, which the Lord had commanded to Israel. Now again, the context here is Nehemiah has been kind of the general contractor of this project to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem, and now Ezra the priest is in a position to talk about the word of God, to teach the word of God, but realize that you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. That's cliche. We know all those things, but it's still true. And the people were not being led by the men of God to a place where they needed to learn. No, no. The people were asking the man of God, Ezra, to bring the book of the law and present it to them and teach them and read it to them. Oh, Lord, let it be that you and I would have a desire akin to these Israelite men and women multiple times. We'll talk about this a little bit more later on tomorrow about the equal opportunity salvation that's being offered here. But realize all the people had a desire to hear from the word of God. Let me ask you this. If everyone in your church, everyone in your community wanted to serve God and wanted to know God's word the same way you do, would your church or would your community be better off? Or would we be somewhat ignorant of the tenets of scripture? Would we be somewhat apathetic to the learning of the word of God? I hope that's not the case, but see here the people's desire. They asked Ezra 
bring the book of the law of Moses, which the Lord had commanded to Israel, they gathered themselves together. Oftentimes, I talk to pastors in my travel. Uh, this year, will easily travel more than 50,000 miles in evangelism. And sometimes, getting people to attend church is like herding cats. One might think that Christians would want to know more about God's Word and would be there every time the church doors are open, but sometimes that's not the case, is it? Sometimes we find, quote-unquote, better things to do. My prayer today is this, that you have a desire to know more about the things of God, to study His book. If you need help finding a good local church, would you contact us in just a moment? The announcer will be on to tell you all the ways that you can get a hold of us here at Bible Tracks Incorporated. Hope you'll join us tomorrow. We're going to talk about this fact that both the men and the women were present for this event. Equal opportunity, salvation. Have a great day for his glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.